All right. You, we are on Storyline 15 in our Faith and Work Bible study, and um, it is called A Divided and Idolatrous Kingdom. And we're going to go ahead and read a little bit of First Kings, uh, because this storyline is about Solomon and his son, and also Nebat's son, and how Israel was divided into kingdoms. Uh, ruled by different rulers. And I'll go ahead and read 1 Kings 11, starting in verse nine, uh, 9, just verses 9 through 13. The Lord became angry with Solomon because his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. Although he had forbidden Solomon to follow other gods, Solomon did not keep the Lord's command. So the Lord said to Solomon, Since this is your attitude and you have not kept my covenant and my decrees, which I commanded you, I will most certainly tear the kingdom away from you and give it to one of your subordinates. Nevertheless, for the sake of David, your father, I will not do it during your lifetime. I will tear it out of the hand of your son. Yet I will not tear the whole kingdom from him, but will give him one tribe for the sake of David, my servant, and for the sake of Jerusalem, which I have chosen. And that's it, uh, verses 9 through 13, to give you a little feel of what's going on in this chapter. And now I'll go ahead and read the devotional uh, for today, which is very short. God gave Solomon immense prosperity, but Solomon turned his heart from God and chose to follow other gods. He married more than a thousand women, disregarding an explicit warning not to take many wives in Deuteronomy 17. And in his success, he succumbed to ferocious pride. In anger, the Lord told Solomon he would take away all but one tribe, Judah, from Solomon's son. After Solomon's death, the kingdom was divided, Israel in the north and Judah in the south. Solomon's son, Rehoboam, succeeded his father in the south, and Jeroboam became king in the north. The people of both kingdoms acted detestably toward the Lord, doing evil and prostituting themselves to foreign idols, thus continuing Israel's heritage of disobedience despite God's generous and gracious provision. So that's the devotional day. And the story of Israel's leaders after Moses and Joshua and David was similar to what the Israelites were commonly doing before. They, they They were just inconsistent. They could not consistently follow the Lord. Solomon couldn't. Jeroboam and Rehoboam could not remain true. They made idols out of gold. They allowed worship of other gods. They didn't follow God's commands. And in this time, God spoke through prophets who were directly to leaders. Um, And sometimes those prophets predicted or displayed supernatural signs. like when the man of God from Judah at the beginning of chapter 13 here in first Kings, uh, the man from, from God, from, from the man of God from Judah spoke out against the sacrifices that Jeroboam was offering at the altar sacrifices that God did not approve of. And the altar was split. 
split in two and the king's hand was shriveled up as he tried to command his guards to seize the man of God from Judah who was speaking out against Jeroboam's disobedience. So this is what happened time and time and again in the Old Testament, this type of thing, this disobedience, uh, these types of, you know, supernatural events that the Lord caused to happen. And as I read about this, I'm thinking today about how God commands us today. How do we know what God expects of us and wants us to do? And as I think about that question, the answer that's coming to me is that we have to pursue him to know those answers, you know, to know how, how, what he expects of us and what he wants us to do. We have to choose to pay attention. There's a lot of things dividing, you know, uh, uh, trying for our time that we divide our uh, allegiance to, um, but we have to choose to pay attention to God. I had lunch with a person this week whose faith and obedience I, I really respect. And we were talking about faith, and he mentioned that it's it's really a commitment, right? God knows, God will know that that we honor him and are devoted to him by our actions. That and, and think about that with our family members. You know, the same is true with people in our family. They know that we love them by our actions. Not, I mean, we can say that we love them all day long, but when they see us being committed to helping them when they're in a tough spot or sacrificing other things that we want so that we can help them have something they want, they know. They know that, that they are loved by us. It's that commitment that shows it. It's, it's in our actions and what we do um, consistently to say, hey, I care about you. It's obvious in, in, in the way that we act toward them. So I guess my thoughts today are really each of us has a limited amount of time on earth. We choose how to spend that time and energy. None of us follow God perfectly. Some of us choose not really to follow God at all. What are you going to do with your limited time on earth? I hope that's good to think about. I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us today. Lord, thank you for these chapters in 1 Kings and what we can learn from how Solomon and Jeroboam and Rehoboam and Ahab and other people, as you keep reading on through that book of the Bible, what what they did right and wrong, and you know the the choices that they made in many cases were not to follow God's commands. They chose other things. They cho- chose to gave their atten- give their attention and, e- and energy to other things 
besides God, to other idols. Lord, help us not to have other idols today, whatever those may be for us, whether they're um, hobbies or pleasures or things that, that we do that pull us away from you. Help us to be consistent in how we obey you and how we love others, just like you're consistent in how you love us and cherish us as uh, your followers. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Have a great day.